when you exit that pocket of like LGBTQ internet culture, yeah. a lot of people don't know what's, you, you know what I'm trying to say? It's like seeing that and seeing that it's a happy relationship. That could be the palatable way that some people who have a little more homophobic or traditional quote unquote values to see that and see, Oh my God. And I think one thing we do is we're not always commenting on our gayness. We're not always like trying to champion that we are these, like we're a gay couple trying to make the world okay with being a gay couple, just a gay couple who's living our lives. And you guys get to see some of that. And I think that sometimes, like you said, has been very palatable for people to see. For the first time, they're not seeing a fetishized gay couple on TV. Welcome to the official TikTok For You podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Broski, and we're going to discuss everything TikTok with the creators who have turned the platform into a global community and cultural phenomenon. If it's in culture, it starts on TikTok. Welcome back to the TikTok For You podcast. Today, I'm speaking with a TikTok fan favorite known for their heartwarming relationship content, viral pranks, LGBTQ advocacy, and all-around great sense of humor. It's Chris and Ian. Hello! Hello. Can we steal that intro? (laughs) I came up with that myself, would you believe? Yeah, whoever wrote that, like, we'd like to hire you as a copy. I'll put it on a business card. For sure. Yeah, just hand it out to people. LGBTQ advocacy, like, work. Okay. I had no idea. You're like, I didn't know I'd do that. That's great. Yeah. That's um, so amazing. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Um, I to begin, I just want the full HBO documentary bio series, like tell me who you are, where you're from, how y'all met. Give me the story. Oh, I start? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I do know it better than he does. He forgets <laughs> most of our meeting story. Um Embarrassing. So- I grew up right outside of D.C. in a town called Chevy Chase, Maryland. You're Um, kidding. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the actor was named after it, but people ask me all the time if that town is named after the actor Chevy Chase, and I'm like, I don't think so. I am. He did. (laughs) All right. He did. Um, but I was, I've, I grew up in Chevy Chase, Maryland in like the same house for most of my life. I went to boarding school in Natick, Massachusetts for high school. I went to a performing arts boarding school for musical theater mm. and then went to college in Boston for musical theater. If we see a nice little theme here, Love. um, I, I do. Yeah. I, I very much hate myself. Um, so <laughs> that's the theme. That's the theme. Every performer does, darling. Every performer does. Um, so that's, that was kind of my story. And midway through, um, going to college there, I would make trips down to New York all the time to see shows and just like be in the city. And that's how, and we happened to meet on one of those trips. But before I get into it, you tell your growing up story. Much more interesting than mine. I mean, it's not Chevy Chase, but uh, I was born in the UK and my parents met there. And uh, my mom's from Honduras, but my dad's American. Um, And then I was raised there till I was about like 10, moved to Honduras for a year and wow. then moved to Miami. And then from sixth grade and on was Florida. I went to performing arts high school called uh, New World School of the Arts. Bunch of people we know in theater slash acting world like went there. Um, anyway, uh, and then I went to college. I went to Marymount Manhattan College in New York for uh, acting. And um, yeah, after that, I like did a couple Broadway shows and I've been dancing wow. and doing the theater thing for for 
a good time now. And that was my bread and butter. And now I'm what people call an influencer. Like that's the word people are <laughs> Isn't like it saying. Disgusting. It's the it's, worst word. It's just like, I, I just, I feel bad for whoever coined the word. It's not the word's fault, but right. the word, it just, so anyway, uh, but if I'm influencing, cool, fine. But like, uh, that's what I'm doing now. And we met, uh, what is it? Like almost like two, it'll be almost two years ago. And, uh, which feels wild yeah, to almost say. Two, well, okay. Actually it's May now. So over two years ago, I saw him on Instagram for the first time. That's actually mm. the first interaction we had. I saw him on Instagram I was like, <laughs> okay. The, cl- the classic love story. <laughs> it's the classic love story. It's a time old tale. Yeah. Um, I literally, I, li- I gave him a nice like bomb. Mm-hmm. And at that point, like, neither of our accounts were big at all. So I knew he was going to see it. My um, account was big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, what are you Speak talking about? for yourself. Um, and I remember, I, I think I liked all of those, like, I say it was like six. He says it's like 10. And Mm. so big difference in those two. Um, And I followed him as well. And I think he maybe like liked one of mine back and didn't follow me. So I was like, okay, I guess we're just... The power dynamic that was established in that moment. (laughs) Early. (laughs) Early. He was really just saying like, this is what's happening. So I kind of like gave out. I was like, okay, he was a hot guy that I found on Instagram once. And it's, it's moved on from there. So y'all didn't meet in the in the stage uh, scene. Y'all weren't like no, in a no, show no. together. It was completely by random. Mm. Yeah, it was yeah. by random through the social media thing. And then like time went like by a couple months, right. and I saw him tagged in a photo with a friend of mine mm-hmm. who uh, like at, they were at a party, a pride party, and I was like, oh, I was at that exact same pride party, and I remembered seeing the person he was with because I was like dancing, and I saw him, and I I I remember <laughs> consciously saying like. I'm going to turn around now and I'm going to dance with like my friends over here because I was just having a good time. And the like power moves he would play. It's just, <laughs> like, was just like, I'm going to turn now. Well, I just remembered <laughs> that moment. And I'm just like, I don't feel like doing like chit chat or like yeah. small talk. I'd like, no. So I'm going to go over here and dance sure. and be flirty. Um, but then I saw him tagging this photo and then that started some conversations. It was like, Oh my God, like you're that guy. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, he says it was, he sounds so excited in that, but all he messaged me was one word. How? And I was like, what What does this mean? How, what? Because I was like, I had just shown that I was hanging out with another friend the next morning. And I was like holding out hope that maybe he was saying like, how are you looking so good or something right. like that. But really. How, how well, did an angel like you fall to earth? <laughs> how, how? But really it was just like, how are you hanging out with someone so early the next day after the party? Um, oh, that's okay. what he ended up messaging me. That was my end. So Understood. Um, yeah, so we ended up just like, and and the reason he did show up on my Instagram, I think, was because of some of our mutual theater friends. So there is that like little bit of the theater connection. Sure. Um, but we ended up like it to fast forward that we kind of um, ended up talking a lot more and then starting a like actually not starting a long distance relationship, but just being me going back from New York to Boston to try to like spend as much time with him as I could. Sure. He was going to move to LA in the fall just for a few months. And I asked him to be my boyfriend right before he moved. And he said, no. <laughs> <laughs> the way you're like, it's like, like oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, it was just like, a, I, I was really just like clawing by, but I would save up my money to go out and like fly out and visit him just on a weekend um, from Boston to LA. 
And then that's a from, long flight. It's a long flight. I would leave Friday at 7 p.m. right after class, get here at like 10 p.m., have the weekend together, and then take the red eye back on Sunday, <laughs> land in the morning, go to class Monday morning. And the dedication. I, it was, I was insane. I would not do that again, you know? Uh, <laughs> and I wasn't He's even like, asking I for it. Yeah, it was like <laughs> that time. That yeah. time I, I lost. But we ended up becoming boyfriends in L.A., and so we were long distance for a while until COVID. And when mm. COVID hit, we like kind of accidentally moved in together, both very mm. bored. I downloaded TikTok for the first time. We okay. started making videos. So y'all are the quor- TikTok quarantine children. Yeah, very yes. that. Okay. Very that. Because you've been on the app for quite a while, right? I, yeah, like July 2019. Okay. Really? Early, early. <laughs> I mean, TikTok's only that transition happened late 2018. People right. weren't really, they didn't really know about TikTok until about mid 2019. And then wow. yeah. it was still kind of that secret. Right. Look at where we are now. Look, at, Look where are. at where we are. And is this so, like your full time job now? Sorry. Yeah, okay. I do um, just all over social media, but TikTok really is like the home base. It's where I okay. developed that rapid, I mean, y'all know the rapid nature of how rapid. people find you and just fall in yeah. love with you. And especially in a time like Corona when there's nothing better to do than absolutely right. binge your content. So that kind of happened with me, but I'm active on all other platforms. Um, obviously, I do this. I do a lot of stuff with my roommate, Sarah Shower. We um, yes. are about to start a podcast. So we're all over the place. But Ooh. yeah, TikTok has always been number one. I have to say, I was just telling someone when I heard that we were going to do this, that like your career track is like a perfect career track. Like it is one that I would, I was like, I want that career track for myself. Like, oh, wow. Because just, you know, the way it started out of like, I'm sure you were doing a lot more before the kombucha meme kind of became working at a bank. (laughs) Oh, girl, I did not listen to me. The kombucha meme was by accident. I was working at a bank and I got fired. Like I because of the meme. Yeah, I had no no intention of doing any of this. Like I had no intention of I've always been a consumer of internet culture, Right. But I never wanted to be a creator. It just all kind of happened. Was it similar for y'all? I mean, you were just Absolutely. kind of posting your lives. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. For sure. I, I think it was like when you download TikTok, you see so many people doing these trends and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I could I could do something like that. Like, right. let me just start doing that. And we we really we didn't start doing any of the pranks or anything for a while. But yeah, it, it was very much like. I, I stayed away from it for a while. Some of my friends in college were always telling me, like, you should just download it and see what it's like. And I was like, right. I, I, you know, it's it's okay. Like, That's not everyone's story. Everything. Yeah, everyone's story is, I didn't, I thought it was dumb. And now I'm addicted. And now yeah. I'm addicted. Even people who are, like, getting on it now, who still mm-hmm. resisted it at the start of quarantine, I, I am now seeing, like, start showing up on my For You page. And I'm like, welcome. Here you are. <laughs> Like I knew you would come, I knew you would come eventually. So, but Open especially arms. you, I think like you were not planning on. Yeah. This was literally like, this. like the, I had no, no, no one could have imagined. I could have never imagined this. Um, it was all a really, uh, really big surprise. Yeah. Um, but it's also, what's kind of cool and uh, unexpected. And it was really helpful during uh, COVID because most of my money that was coming, any any work I did was theater or acting related. For and sure. 
that's all on pause. And then all of a sudden there's this weird way that I'm sort of like starting to make some money in a way that I had never imagined. It was just like surreal, Um, but really, really grateful for it. And um, just slowly but surely getting used to the word influencer and and creator you know i'm just like sure like i'm just like oh i guess i just do like that word yeah we do that but it feels so like deep it feels so like intense like oh you're a creator i'm like I guess, I guess I am. You know what I mean? Do you know it's what I mean? Like- the ab- I absolutely know what you mean, where it's this intersection of like, at what point did I become a content creator when I'm just yeah. being myself? I mean, yeah, y'all are, right. and I have so many questions for y'all of, you know, this sense of community that's developed from just whether you mean it or not, the representation that y'all offer yeah. people of like showing a relationship that's still like to be honest when you exit that pocket of like lgbtq internet culture a lot of people don't know what's you know what i'm trying to say it's like seeing that and seeing that it's a happy relationship and it's just having fun and pranking each other and it's like that could be the palatable way that some people who have a little more homophobic or traditional quote-unquote values to see that and see oh my god it's just like you don't realize the work you're doing by just being yourselves it's crazy i think and like off of that point we'll sometimes i know both of us sometimes get dms i remember like one specific dm of someone like a really long message of someone saying how originally they did not really know how to support one of their family members or support people who went along with this lifestyle. Um, but after watching our videos and just kind of like seeing, and, and I think one thing we do is we're not always commenting on our gayness. We're not Absolutely. always like trying to champion that we are these, like we're a gay couple trying to make the world okay with being a gay couple, right. we're just a gay couple who's living our lives and you guys get to see some of that. And I think that, sometimes, like you said, has been very palatable for people to see. For the first time, they're not seeing a fetishized gay couple on TV. Right. Or Throwing glitter and rainbow flags and whatever. Right, it's just not, right. yeah. Or like one of them who's like very depressed or like there are so many tragic gay stories. Right. And so to see it in such a normalized environment, the DM kind of just ended with saying like, you guys have really helped change my view about that. And I think, you know, receiving one DM is amazing. And then I just sometimes try to think about the, all the people who didn't DM, but right. have that same um, thought about it. And and just kudos to the person who did DM and, and to say to really be able to say I was thinking something wrong initially. Right. And you guys have really helped change that has been really amazing. And then also a lot of DMs of people saying like, I came out because of you guys. Right. It's just so beautiful. It's like, it's so amazing. And I, I yes. just want to like hug every person I see. And, and the very few times we've been able to see people in person, obviously, cause we've been in at home for right. all of our time having been blown up has just been, it's, it's been so great to be able to like really say face to face, like, thank you to the people who have helped change our lives too. Because people are saying you, you've changed my life and, and you guys are my comfort. And it, like, I just want to throw it back to them and be like, but you guys are the ones who are changing our lives. Yeah. Here, you made so all this possible. You. Right. Yeah. Right. So it is, you... it is the weirdest parasocial relationship that is just, it is life altering a hundred percent. I kind of want to go back to a point you made earlier about, you know, 
this tendency for the internet to label and put into boxes and, you know, just sexuality is, it seems to be the most important thing that anyone wants to talk about. The fact that it's secondary, and in fact, it's kind of not that important because people like y'all for you, for Chris and Ian. They love you individually. They love the dynamic that you have together. And I want to talk about that of just being influencers, quote unquote, air quotes, and having a public relationship. Where do you draw the line between what is and isn't content? Do people insert themselves into your relationship? I mean, how do you deal with that? Um, I, I had an incident once where literally I was met with uh, mm. a group of people, um, who didn't see Chris with me and their first, first they were super excited. They were a little tipsy and mm. I'm being nice when I say that, but they like, they were just, you know, they were really excited. And, um, and so already that energy was just like, whoa, because it's just like, oh my God, like, it's just, it's, it's a little maniacal. You're just like, okay, like, I don't know what you're going to do. I almost tripped in the pool going over to say hi. Um, but at one point, I mean, the first thing they said was like, oh my God, they're like, where's Chris? Are you guys in a fight? Did you guys break up? Like, it was just like so quick. And I remember being like, just kind of being like, oh wow, like this is, this is a moment. And here's a moment where you have to kind of like set a boundary. Um, and which is um, Mm -hmm. like not the easiest thing for me to do in my everyday life. And so the, where, where we started to have conversations about like blurred lines was because the way I was interacting with him when we were making content was like really bleeding into our relationship. Like the annoyed, like prank, just that dynamic wouldn't really end when the camera was off. Cause I was just like really annoyed, you know what I mean? And so there was, there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of that to like sift through and, and be like having to learn to separate. And it's harder because you're at home. So you're not going somewhere to go do this work. And then you mm-hmm. leave it there so that when you come home, there's a new space and you feel safer. This is your place of, of, of relaxation and, and, and unwinding. No, I just walk five feet and I'm still in the same place yeah. where you pranked. It's just like, so we've, we've just kind of been really good about uh, right now taking some breaks. Good. To your point earlier, Ian, of like, I think it's this question of accessibility. They think that they're your besties because, you know, you talk to them like they're your besties and they are invested in your relationship and you're able to have the lifestyle and platform that you have because of that audience. And it's this constant battle between I want to let you in and I want you guys to be a part of, you know, the the magic that we've created online. But at the same time, don't it's like that band member thing of like when the the one direction or like the Beatles or the stones would go out together and it's like where are the others it's like i don't have to be with them all the time <laughs> it's like we exist literally bad. like we are our own people i think that's great that you know it takes a lot of courage to set those boundaries and that's yeah, something yeah. i'm still working on so totally and and for this, yeah. after this conversation i think what's probably going to be the best solution is i'm just going to get a cardboard cut out of chris have it in the car with me yes and like whenever someone's like where's chris i'll be like He's right here. Right. Do you want a picture? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) A wax figure. That's too heavy, I think. (laughs) Too heavy. I think cardboard's cheaper and like way more easy to maintain. 
and slightly less maintenance yeah. than, than the real thing. For sure, sure, sure. You're like, sure. and they'll be available on our merch site in the next 24 hours. And that's we actually wow. wanted to announce. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she's, good. she's got good ideas. Yeah, we'll be calling you, Britt. Yeah, we will. We will. Period, just hit me up anytime. Um, <laughs> exactly. Well, kind of to a more serious pivot. Um, if you're comfortable speaking on it, Chris, you've spoken about um, your struggles with yeah. addiction in the past. Um, if you would like right, to that again, oh my god! Talk about anything else? What about my yellow sweater? What about this green background? What about the weather? What about this beard? Let's talk about this beard. Uh, come what about, on. What about Fauci? We love Fauci. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I I wanted to uh, no, at no, least no, give I'm, you the yeah, chance. Yeah. Well, no, I, I 100% just give you the chance at least to speak on it because I know that you offer that beacon of light for so many people. Um, yeah. Also, by the way, congrats, just graduated college. Oh, Hi. thank you. Thank you. Congrats. That um, was that. Um, yeah, the college was actually a funny thing because as like the, the TikTok stuff was happening and be- was becoming more of a job, my dad was even like, you know, if you want to like, drop out or take the year off I, i'll support you in that and i was wow. like dad no don't say that you need to be you need to be the one pushing me to finish this right right um but i ended up just finishing because it was my senior year but i always thankful to my dad for being so supportive of just whatever's happening in my life but yeah so i went to rehab twice once when i was 18 and once when i was 19 because i really had a bad like drinking and drug problem especially going into mm-hmm. college it runs in my family it's on my dad's side mm-hmm. and my mom's side um and initially when this i i had always talked about it in circles in my own life before any of this happened because i felt like by i i really didn't want it to have this huge like power over me right. in in something that i'm like oh i can't i can't drink and it's this something terrible things have happened so i can't do it i was more just like if i just share my experience more it becomes this thing that has less power and i hate thinking about it as something i can't do rather than something i'm choosing to do Right. Like I'm choosing to not, because when you restrict yourself from something, of course, it's going going to feel like something that's like a, a negative cloud over your head. So when a following started coming in, there, I, I remember there was just a time when I was like, I think we should start, I, I should start telling this story because I know there are other young people out there who who might need to hear it. Because one of the biggest things I heard in rehab, because most of the people there are 30 or 30 plus there were very like maybe five or ten of us were still in our teens or that's young why you like older guys yes <laughs> we're getting to the <laughs> bottom of the trauma here on this day <laughs> on this day that's exactly what it is <laughs> oh, okay. so that's why we're together um he reminded me of my therapist no um i had a female therapist i am a healer <laughs> um are you a tarzan so, i'm not i am a uh, aquarius and pisces is the next day Okay, period. Okay. Okay, keep going. Sorry, Chris. All of the, these, these, anyone was in their 30s and they would always tell me, like, if I had just gotten this at your age, I don't even know how far I could have been by now. Because mm. they, there's this idea of you're in your 20s. If you're a mess, it's okay. So, like, yeah. you can party your life away. And I see that I, I totally understand that. And I'm not like devaluing that. But I think. For people where it is an actual issue, that kind of enables them to continue um, in their addiction. So I just thought, like, if there was one person who it can reach, 
who might be 19 or might be early 20s or any age of just being like, I need help, but it doesn't seem like there's another side. Right. Now that I kind of feel like I'm, I'm on another side and I still have a lot of work to do every day, I just wanted to share, like, I was in that shithole for a while and now I'm out of it and, and in a very good place. And there is no reason why that can't be you too. Um, exactly. You too can be in a shithole. Pull yourself up. Anyone can be in a shithole. <laughs> Anyone can be. We're all in a shithole. I'm still in a shithole some days. Um, is it oh a little God. cathartic in a way to share that? Is it is it cathartic or is it very soul bearing? I think it's a little bit of both. There was one day when we were filming our my intervention YouTube video. Mm-hmm. We did not have a video idea for that week, so I was just like, "Let me tell the story of my intervention." I literally thought nothing of it. And we sit down to tell this story. And by the end of it, we're both like sobbing. So I think like it's a mix of being like, wow, this is really heavy. But then at the end of it, I'm like, I called my friend who helped set up the intervention because she's one of my dear friends now. And I was just crying and like thanking her again after three Mm. years for doing this really hard thing of like setting up an intervention for her friend. I mean, she thought I was never going to talk to her again. Um, So... It's it's definitely a little bit of both, but once again, I've I've had so many people reach out of being like, I, you you helped me get help, or one of my family members was going through this, and I was so scared to tell them they needed to get help. But right. the way you're able to thank your family now for the help they gave you, even if you hated them that day, made me fig- figure out that if this person, if my loved one hates me for today at least three years from now when they're on the other side, they'll be able to turn that around. So I, I just, I, I really always try to bring it up in, in just a way that can hopefully help anyone who, who could be struggling or who knows anyone who's struggling. And it goes for more than just addiction, you know? I think, yeah, that's nail on the head. It's, it's, that's the magic thing is like, I am open. I struggle with a binge eating disorder. And I recently started talking about that and just the outpour of like, I have this too and I have been ignoring it for years and watching you talk about it. you're still struggling with? Every day, baby. Every single day. I'm Miss Binge Girl. I literally talk about it and my followers and even just people on my For You page are like, this means so much. And like, this has been Mm -hmm. the step to see this. Like, this is, I'm taking this as a sign to like finally seek help. So the openness of that struggle. Wow. Changes yeah. lives. The the you mentioning that and 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 him talking about the sobriety in this way, like there's we're at a time I think that the openness at which like the content that's being shared is so personal. It's kind of it yeah. was taboo. It's a lot more. It's it's just a lot more free thinking, open minded, and and just not taboo anymore because that we're trying to destigmatize subjects that 100%. for a long time no one wanted to talk about unless you were a comedian and you were poking fun at it, whatever, right? Um, or poking fun at yourself and that medium has has kind of like morphed and and turned itself to a TikTok world where we're mm-hmm. we're all our creator comedian vibe and we're talking about ourselves and that I would say is like kind of um the newest kind of hardest thing to wrap my head around because it, I, I I have a better time watching someone else talk about it and I go oh I can appreciate that's so cool that they do that but I think I could never do that it's mm-hmm. like do you know what I mean it's like scary to me to to own some of those things because 
They You're seem not private an influencer. Or, well, exactly. <laughs> um, but you know what Me I mean? And Chris. <laughs> yeah, on the other hand, <laughs> like I, I do, I sometimes I have moments where it makes me uncomfortable with like sure. how, how, how okay he is with sharing things about himself because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, I'd be so scared to do that myself. But I appreciate it because I do know that so many people are like connecting with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's like a, that, that, that is a, a sign of the times we're in right now. I and mean, also, I think it has to go back to like treatment. When I'm in treatment, some of the things you have to do, you have to like, within your first month, share your 10 most shameful secrets. You have to share an entire timeline of every like bad thing that has happened in your life. And that's not by choice. So if you're uncomfortable with it, you're sharing it anyway. So I think that really like forced me to break down some barriers because it was just like, you're either sharing this or you're going to remain in this very negative space. And by sharing it, you're kind of taking away its power a little bit. So I commend you for also sharing it too because it kind of like removes a little bit of that cloud over your head so i think that also not to you you don't want to beat yourself up too much because oh i'm not (laughs) (laughs) oh that's i'm fine i'm just i'm just saying like that that is i i i am aware of that in myself and there are other ways that i like share blah blah but but i'm just saying like Mm -hmm. i i love that people can do that and and it's it, it just is so nice to know that like we're in a time where that is what people want it like that's the true gritty thing we all want to hear you know right what I mean? right 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 and yeah. i think it it intertwines with this whole on the internet right now of just like bestie everyone's bestie bestie yeah. it, it breaks down these walls of like strangers online this is our parents worst nightmare oversharing yes. trauma dumping with strangers online <laughs> yeah yeah i i, I like love i it. literally i i forget oh someone was talking about like uber when when you were yeah. younger, getting on like asking or getting in a stranger's car that you got from the internet was the worst thing you could ever possibly do. Stranger oh, danger I do it on multiple the times a week. And multiple times a week. Like we weren't even supposed to share our names on the internet. I used right. to like give a different last name or something <laughs> like that. And now we're just like I have a spam account where I like post the dumbest things and every single one of my thoughts and yeah. like it's it's crazy what you're like your here's my social security ad. number yeah <laughs> here's our yeah, address pretty much what was your fake uh last name i think i was going by like chris clark or something like that Ooh. yeah Got like giving, giving like little cc you know yeah. i don't know oh chris cc oh yeah chris clark yeah i like that okay cool I don't know. sounds professional yeah. yeah exactly from a more bird's eye view level um do you guys see TikTok as um, very different from other platforms? Do you see it? Like, are, is there anything special that you've noticed um, in regards to your career specifically or just trends online, sense of community, just anything? Do you have any thoughts? All of that. Yeah, I think, I mean, for from any app, there's so much more of a sense of community on TikTok. And mm-hmm. I think it has to do with the video format. And in TikTok, kind of really connecting with someone and seeing this video content and just the, the spread of content. You have, you have like dancing, you have singing, you have transition videos, cooking, pranks, and then you have people sharing the craziest parts of their day and right. stuff like that. And so the fact that all of that kind of exists on the app 
I think is just so amazing and, and, and connective. And the comment section on TikTok specifically Makes is it. such a character, you yes. know, it's, it's the, it's me, it's you. And then it's the comment section. Like yep. wh- that is literally a full ass character on TikTok. <laughs> and I think it's just that, that adds to the community. I just, yes. I do want to like, I, I have to boast for a second. Nicki Minaj commented on one of my videos yesterday. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. And what did she say? She gave me a laughing emoji. I will take it. I will take anything. If she commented nothing, I would be like, oh my God. Um, And I would say it went from like, I had a good amount of comments on it. Now it has like 50,000 comments oh, of yeah. people being like, looking for, like, Nikki just commented on this and yeah. all of that, like, POV, looking for Nikki's comment. And I was like, this is the fact that it just, there's the power of yeah. of of anyone kind of, like, disrupting a TikTok comment section is it really shows the character of it. And now no. the video has a whole new vibe to it because Nicki Minaj commented on it. <laughs> It's Are you a Barb? Like, Are y'all Barb? Of course, of course. <laughs> okay. Like to beam me up, Scotty, like all week. And oh, I'm like, thank God! The fact that like she commented while I was like, just it's been in my life. I'm like, I just, I cannot believe. Yeah, soul right leaves there. your body. Okay. I, I honestly won't. I'm not. I'm not okay. You know. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been okay since it happened. So it's this weird. Like, we have never seen this um, leveling of the playing fields between these A-listers and then us. Who are we? Like, no offense, (laughs) but who are we? No, who are we? It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and that's so true because, like, stars are now saying, like, oh, yeah, my my manager told me I had to get on this app. Or, like, every every musical artist now has, like, a TikTok rollout of how right. they're going to, like, create a trend for their song. Right. And it, so it really is. And it's not even just, like, us. And also, the that video is on my spam account. Like, it was not a main video or anything like that. So the fact that, like, the celebrities can are also just interacting with people right. who anyone like right. not looking for a blue check or anything like that so i think it's it, it has been really cool because literally anyone can start creating their videos and the algorithm can change your life and that's what happened 100%. to us you know love it love it in that same vein of you know just anyone can discover anything do y'all have any niche interests that you never knew that you liked, you know, like how cottage core was like a thing on TikTok. Like, yeah. is there anything like Ian, can you think of anything? Yeah. So uh, this is, I- I'm not into it as much right now, but there was a moment where me and my friend Sloan, who also does a podcast and like, we both we're, we're both on the same vibe about things, but we, we were very into like witch TikTok. <gasps> yes. So random. So random. Didn't even know this. I know because I don't really ever scroll. Like, I'm just like, I'm not always on the app. But when yeah. I was, I was seeing a lot of witch TikTok, a lot of chef TikTok, which isn't like niche. But um, there's uh, uh, chef, in the w- chef, chef in the Woods. Yo, Stop! Yeah. Where he there's makes, chef. yes, with the birds in the background and is all that. Is that not the most, is that not the most satisfying oh, stimuli you've ever had? It really it's truly the ear, is. It's the chopping. It's the shh. It's like, and to see how he balances, this is so specific, but how he <laughs> balances all that salt and pepper on the knife, on the I wide know. knife. I'm yes. like, that is art to me. That is yeah. art. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And he and covers like, it with the metal thing and then puts the I embers can, on top. The, I'm literally like, what is that science experiment? How did he know to do that? Like, 
it, it makes me think, I'm like, how is the heat bu- 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 doing the thing and it's cooking and then he takes it off. I'm like, how long did he do that? Was it five <laughs> minutes because he's putting the wood that's burning faster? Like, I literally have right. all these questions. Um, so chef in the woods, I dig yeah. you, man. Yeah. 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 Chris, what about you? Do you have any niche? I'd say like, there's a couple videos in my liked videos. Cause I'll use my liked videos as saves. Mm-hmm that I will return to often. And it's like frequently satisfying videos, brick laying videos. Ooh. Like when it's just like he, he like the, a guy and this video has like 40 million views. Like people right. are using it as a comfort video. Um, and y'all it's, are it's, lying. And, if you say you don't like ASMR, there are too many views on these yeah, videos. Oh, yeah, <laughs> too yeah. many views. Yeah. And yes, exactly. Like, anything ASMR where it's like sand being like stuffed mm. into a glass and just like, I, I really, I, I will always see myself if I'm looking through my liked videos, clicking on those and going back to it. I also, I love hearing someone just like sing their face off. I did not know what you were going to say. <laughs> Could have gone he was like, Also, I love hearing someone like <laughs> sing their face off. I mean, you said niche, so I was like, okay, How we're going niche. How niche are we going? Yeah, Here yeah. we go. Okay. No. Oh, no. sing their face off for sure. The absolute untapped potential that lives on this app is just like, it sounds cringy saying it, but it's so true. And and the comment sections even back it up. It's like, why are XYZ person famous when this exists? You know, it's yeah. like, wow. Just in, in all realms yeah. too, singing, um, dancing, creative, like right. art, artists on TikTok. Artists. I know, I know. I know. It's it's unreal. Like yeah. makeup artists too. <gasps> like I see people do the craziest things, and I think I I see a lot of like people saying, or even in my own life, being like, "Oh, I have really good ideas for a TikTok, but I'm just like too scared to make it or make something it. like that." I'm like, if no one sees it, no one saw it, and then it's who gives a fuck? But right. if, if people, but there's this potential for literally your first video to blow up and yep. things to change. And I feel like if that potential is there and there isn't a risk of like anything negative coming from it, do what your heart is telling you to do. Right. Chris and Ian say, just do it. You heard it here first. Just do it. <laughs> Nike, are you hearing us? Yeah. Are you hearing us, Nike? Nike, we're waiting for the check. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, Thank please you. just we'll invoice you. Y'all, before we wrap up, is there anything that you're working on right now that you want to plug? Is there any, where do we follow you? Where do we find you? What's going on? You can find me at Ian Paget underscore. Do you want to give yours? I'm just Chris on TikTok. At Chris. Um, Very, I was very happy to get that. We are working on some new merch, which we are wearing right now. So if anyone's listening, I'm wearing a beautiful yellow hoodie that says I love you in the in, in the corner. And Chris is wearing a pink shirt that says I love you. Obsessed. It's kind of like uh, a little, it's like a little bit of a pivot from like some of the stuff I've said or like some of our, our, our content uh, attached merch sort of thing. Like focus on your blooming or like do we need to unpack this, whatever. Um, but we're really excited because it's like, it is our first sort of, specific to summer collection so there's like right. towels and tote bags um yes. yeah very like mother to going to you know to the beach <laughs> with your kids in nantucket mm-hmm. or like in the caribbean or you mm-hmm. know wherever you are wherever you are yeah the beaches in france right <laughs> and it's pride month sale 
Hey, yes, mar marketing yes. geniuses. You got it for pride. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. This is so fun. Thanks for joining me today. Oh my God. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode of For You. Share the love and keep the conversation going online. Leave us a review. Follow us on TikTok at, at TikTok and at TikTok Creators. Don't forget to use the hashtag For You Podcast. And remember to subscribe so you're notified every time we drop a new episode. Catch new episodes every week exclusively on TikTok Live, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever y'all get your podcasts. I don't know. For You is a TikTok and Gallery Media Group original production. Now who is bro? <laughs>